Rewind. This is Dope Nostalgia. Welcome back to the long and short of it as we are, James P. White and I are going to be looking over the year 1999, technically the last year of the 90s, but we decided that we are going to take this all the way into 2000 in the next episode. Anyway, what were you doing in 1999? I haven't decided, I haven't figured it out yet. I think I was, it was either 99 or early 2000 that I joined the basketball team. But, mm-hmm. but I th- I'm thinking more and more now that it was 2000. Okay. But, uh, but I met this little person basketball team that used to talk about bullying and they basically hired me on the spot. Can't remember what year it was, but I know my first big tour was the same year as nine 11. So that was 2001. Mm-hmm. So it could have been the end of 2000 is what I'm thinking. Well, I should have been like this. Hold on. It was 1999. <laughs> I forgot I had that. Oh, that's okay. fantastic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that was like around the time that you started doing that because it seems like it was a big event in your life with lots of fond memories. Uh, it was, it was a lot of growing. I, you know, touring the country. First time I ever hung out with little people. Mm-hmm. That's a legit thing. Like I, that, that actually was the first time I saw little people actually in person rather than on TV or movies. You know, I bet a lot of people, little people probably feel the same way. In the prairies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go from uh, Manitoba uh, East, mm-hmm. there's a lot more little people and they have, and the little people's organizations, or at least back then. Now they're a little bit more, organized maybe it's because there's a, a population thing because at least there's a higher population of people because there is a huge number in ontario mm-hmm. like it's one in every ten thousand people born have some form of dwarfism just in ontario or everywhere everywhere it's it's a statistic statistical fact then that, that one in every ten thousand population yeah, like how much of Canada's actual population lives in Ontario? Probably more than half. Between Ontario and Quebec, yeah, that's about half. If not more. <laughs> it's a huge chunk. That's <clears throat> why we always have liberals. <laughs> sorry, I got political. No, we don't do politics, my friend. Ew, okay, gross. Sorry. Nasty. Hmm. So cheers to you. We are going to start with the number 10 in that year of, on the Billboard chart. Now this chart, I'm expecting to see a lot of things there that uh, we've talked about before. Like, cause there was a really cool time in pop music. Um, and I know you probably weren't listening to a lot of the pop music, but you might remember a few of these hits. Number 10 being Ricky Martin, Living La Vida Loca. Obviously. Did you know Ricky Martin used to be in a boy band? I'm, I'm guessing probably a, a Spanish one. It was a Spanish boy band by the name of Menudo. 
Menudo was like, they just took like young guys who had, you know, fresh faces and they could sing or whatever. And they put them in the band. And as soon as some of the guys got too old, they take them out and replace them with another young guy. Oh, really? Yeah, Menudo probably, I, I wonder how many members Menudo has had. I'm going to look that up. As many as Leonard Skinner? <laughs> Maybe. But also Ricky Martin had been on General Hospital in their early 90s. Yes. Holy crap. There's been like probably 50 members at least in Menudo. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Current, crazy. Like, I can't even go through all these names. <laughs> but I would say that Ricky Martin was probably the most famous uh, alumni of the band. Probably. Damn. Was he? Because this is one of the only songs I know of. He wasn't a one-hit wonder, was he? No. He was fairly successful. He had a lot. Plus, he had a lot of Hispanic uh, Latin music too. Not just yeah. English. This was, I think this was his first but, English album. But I mean, album. for American charts. Hmm. He had a lot of hits off that one album, and then the album after that too. I think I think okay. the one after that was called Sound Loaded or something like that. Um, because because I just know this one because I know I've stripped of this more than once. <laughs> when I wasn't picking the songs. That's a hot video. Wow. He wasn't out of the closet yet, though. That came. I wonder Later. when that was. Probably like in the mid two thousands or something like that. But. Uh, I went to his concert. Good times. Cool story. I liked it. Are you a fan? I like the song. Mm. It I'm is a fan fun. of the song. It's no Shake Your Bonbon or uh, see, there was Shake Your Bonbon and then there was um, She Bangs, well, She Bangs. Oh, those are both his. Yeah. Okay. So he had, yeah, he was not a one hit wonder. Okay. She Bangs, She Bangs. I, yeah. Yeah, you remember William hung on American Idol? Yeah, that's, I like his version better though. <laughs> okay. Now this next one in number nine is a Canadian who actually just last week at the Junos, she won, like she was um, inaugurated into the Juno Hall of Fame as, and she was the first black women woman to ever be in the Juno Hall of Fame, Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Oh, that's cool. Deborah Cox. You need to get her on your show. No, yeah, you I've been trying thinking Deborah. about that. I just yes, figured she was yes, too, too busy. I was like, gosh, oh, she's too I famous. To maybe night. she would come. I don't oh, know. I picked the wrong it's song. <laughs> I picked the wrong song. The song that's the number nine of the chart is Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Here we go. I think you should try and get her on your show. I'll, I'll attempt it eventually. Have you heard this? There's like two versions of this because this is like the slow burn. There's like a an upbeat one too. 
God. I don't recognize his. I don't remember it being this fancy. Oh, wait, this is the, this is the radio version. I, I hear this one way more than I hear the original ballad version. Yeah, I've heard this one on our sister station, but they, the intro seems a little longer than what I remember. Well, this is 412, so I'm wondering if it was cut even shorter for radio, because radio doesn't like doing anything over 330, right? Unless it's meatloaf. Unless it's meatloaf, he gets a pass. So yeah, Deborah Cox. Congratulations on her uh, huge Juno uh, Canadian Hall of Music Hall of Fame. Well, that's cool entry. that she's Canadian, though. Mm -hmm. Very and much so. Made it in the top for the billboards. Yeah. Yeah. So she she crossed over into the U.S. market uh, quite early in her career. So it's pretty sweet. That's awesome. It's the dream. <laughs> now we're going on to number eight. This is a band that. I I think we're kind of self-aware because they knew they were kind of like, I think they knew that they would be one hit wonders just by the name of the fact that they named their album 1459, like 15 minutes of fame. But they had more than one hit. Number eight is Every Morning by Sugar Ray. And, uh, when Sugar Ray first came out, I remember seeing a video of theirs. I think it was called Mean Machine or something. They were a hardcore punk band. They were like, oh, they turned into this pop act. Oh, I know this song. This song was pretty big. Yeah, this was a, it's still played. Yeah. So now Mark McGrath is like a TV personality, isn't he? Do interviews and stuff on uh, that, uh, that extra? guy that they just showed that was yeah, because I recognized him. The lead singer of Sugar Ray, this guy. Yeah. This him, guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's been an uh, interviewer and a, a reporter on um, the celebrity show Extra. Just kind of like entertainment tonight, but, was, but not really. Something <laughs> else too, but yeah, he does. I think look he's done familiar. some reality TV and all Maybe, that kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, Mark McGrath's still doing his thing. I heard a rumor recently that he has bad breath. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Can't win them all, Mark. Can't win them all. It's a rumor. This isn't a rumor show. We talk truth here. <clears throat> Sugar I have Ray. bad breath. Well. <laughs> Just depends on what you do with your oral hygiene, I suppose. Sometimes it's not, though. Now, let's get into some Grey's Anatomy medical information here. Sometimes you can have halitosis because you have a sinus infection or that you got something going on in your stomach. It's it's also your your diet in a lot of ways, too. True. I eat a lot of garlic. Yeah, but garlic's good. And garlic's good for you. 
Well, Mark McGrath was also in all the Sharknados. <laughs> was he really? Yes. Oh. I just I just looked him up. Well, I'm glad he's kept busy. You know, he's still out there doing his thing. I think he's still he's still pretty famous, so he he hasn't let the sunset on his career, which is nice. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I've only seen part of Sharknado, but uh, I knew I recognized him from somewhere. Never saw any of them. That should be for our bad movie club night. No one's picked Sharknado yet. How have they not? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I forgot I was going to pick that De- Tiffany and Debbie Gibson Gatoroid or whatever. The one there's like mega something versus Gatoroid. Hey, they're coming to the River Cree. <laughs> Tiffany is on this weekend. No, uh, but Tiffany and somebody Tina else. Easton. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, Is I'd be going weekend? to that. Yeah, if I'd be you, going to that if, if I was to... here. If I wasn't stalking new kids across the globe. Yeah, I told my, I told my sister about you stalking new kids. Did she like new kids? No, she's the one that didn't. Oh, this beer doesn't pour right. Pours all everywhere. That's why. That's why oh. you don't pour beer. You just drink it right out of a can. It comes in its own glass. Okay. <laughs> All right. And from if you Sugar want the Ray. fancy glass, get a bottle. Fine. Okay. Number seven. This one was no one hit wonder. This one sparked a career that lasts. Oh, she's huge. Still to this day. She's incredibly vocally talented. And she's still popular. Yeah, she's been a judge on the voice. Uh, or I should say a mentor. They're more like a mentor. Uh, she just, she can sing anything. She's, she did one of those, like, you know, those master classes that you keep seeing ads for. She yeah. did a master class on singing. Apparently Mariah Carey's doing one of those now too. <clears throat> I wonder how much you get paid for doing that. But it's just, she's also one that can do live. And do it well. Yep. Without 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 heavy mixing. The only thing I don't like about Christina Aguilera is she has a tendency to over sing to the point where it's annoying. Like we get it, you're really good, but like she'll do some like runs that are like screeching and just go over and over, and it's like ugh. Sometimes her but, best but work is it, when she's subtle. But if you're a judge and you're a mentor. You need to show your ability to be able to do that so that the singers that you're mentoring know that they can do that too. There's a time and a place for it, but it doesn't have to be in every single song she puts out. I'm just saying sometimes and there's such a thing as too much. But she's awesome. As a guy that knows nothing about singing, you've heard me sing. Um, I, I think she's very talented. She is very talented. I don't think anyone can say otherwise. But that Genie in the Bottle was her first big hit, her first kick at the can. And she was a former Mouseketeer as well as a lot of other people who had success during that time. I did not know that. Yeah, she was on the Mickey Mouse Club with Britney. Britney was. uh, Timberlake was too, wasn't he? Yeah. And JC and Britney and uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, Carrie Russell. Oh, wow. She was in Star Wars. 
Mickey Mouse Club. Here, I'll show you a clip of them together, actually, because I think I think there's some clips of them all singing together. <coughs> Where would they be? <laughs> I want to see who the cast, if they show the whole cast on here. Interesting. I think Brittany was a better singer when she was on here than she is now. <laughs> to be quite honest. Let me guess that's Justin. Yeah. But it's not Brittany. No, the the girl is, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like she's wearing little Doc Martens, which is awesome. Is that JC? Oh. JC was my favorite member of NSYNC. Where's Christina at? I mean, Brittany could sing back then. We also got to remember it's before all the drugs and all the crazy stuff that she got into. Yeah. Welcome to my hometown of Kitwood, Louisiana. It's a small, small town about an hour north of New Orleans. I feel the need for speed! All the kids in my go-karts. It's fun. Come on, really? She just quoted Top Gun. To watch out for my mom's flower bed. <laughs> oh, little Brittany. Where I come from is country. And when I get back home, I start talking country again. Stuff like yonder and hey y'all or what y'all doing. Stuff like that. <laughs> they call me Air Brittany. I love playing basketball with my friends. I could play basketball all night. But in the mornings, I have to help out at Granny's Deli. This is my great-grandmother. Everybody calls her Granny. And you haven't tasted any seafood until you taste hers. Wow, hey. From all around for her crawfish. I don't think I've ever had crawfish. I work the cash register no. and clean the tables and help the customers. These are going to be the best shrimp you've ever had. Thank you. This is how you unpeel a crawfish. Take the tail off. The head's the best part. <laughs> it's really good. Then Louisiana. Then eat the crawfish. I eat like a horse. I These are some of my friends. This is Trace. This is Nick, and this is Kyle. This is the famous uh, Mud Island monorail, and it was used in the movie The Firm with Tom Cruise. Where's uh, Christina Aguilera? Oh, here we go. 
Who mixed this sound and put all those screams in there? It's annoying. Like the screams could have been a little lower in the mix. Yeah. They didn't have our technology back then. <laughs> a fader? They didn't have a fader and a and a board. Yeah, she was very good then. Yeah. So what we've learned is Christina Aguilera is a prodigy of singing. But you also got to remember when they start that young, their voices change. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, boys especially. But women too, to a point. A little bit. Because your lung capacity and, and, and stuff I, like that. I used to have a way more high-pitched voice. But then again, I also smoked for 23 years. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, that might have affected it a bit. I I never smoked. It stunts your growth. Uh, I see. I see. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That being said, I'm smoke-free now for three and a half years. Thumbs up. Proud. Okay. Song number six in this countdown is by Sixpence None the Richer. Now, I, I know this song. Do you think they were a one-hit wonder? Ah. I don't know. This is the only song of theirs I know. Me too. I actually know this song from She's All That. Uh, you had the music uh, video on the thing. Yes, I love that movie. Rachel Lee Cook, right? And Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes. Freddie Prince Jr. was actually in, he voiced Kanan from, uh, from Rebels. It was a Star Wars series, animated series. Oh, no way. Yeah, he's, uh, I know he's still uh, doing things, but I, you don't hear as much about him anymore. I, he's still, him and Sarah Michelle Gellar are still married. I think he's married. more of a voice actor. You know, they had, he has a, a few kids and. Him and Sarah Michelle Gellar are still married. Last I heard, yeah. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> But yeah. Well, this is this is from the movie. Very much so. They're in the video. Yeah. <laughs> Sixpence on the richer. Come on the show. That'd be cool. Be into that. At least get somebody from the band. That would be awesome. The uh, next one, number five, is the beginning of what was probably one of the biggest careers ever in pop music. So, oh sweet. What's going on? What? What? Finally. This is a long one. Find the ring they want to show the world at Peoples. Number 4. 
Here's Britney Spears, baby, one more time. And that's not called Hit Me Baby One More Time. The song is dot, 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 baby, one more time. I always thought it was. Wow. I was obsessed with this song when it came out. Pop Perfection, written by Max Martin and those magical people in, in Sweden who write magical songs. This wasn't my music back in the day, but it was everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't really avoid this song. And even now, I have, like, when I do strip gigs, and people your age-ish <laughs> are picking the music, this comes up. No, for sure. This song doesn't die. And I'm actually surprised that it's not higher on the list than number five. That's not something but I expected. But her next, her next few albums go huge as well. Like, this is just an introduction to her. Yeah, this was the very she wasn't beginning. A, she wasn't a fad or a craze back, back at this time. Ah. Uh, She's got one of the longest lasting careers in pop music. Oh, hundred percent, she does. So, and she and she no, but it just so back, back at this, it. but at this time she was just starting, so she mm-hmm. wasn't as huge as she is now, or was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. No, but the beginning, she she came out of the gate so strong, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like the song yeah. was very 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 huge even for a debut single and the song that came out after that was sometimes by the time that came out she i think is when she was on the cover of rolling stone magazine but she was wearing like a little bit provocative clothing i think she was probably 16 or 17 at the time and all of a sudden it was just this big like i can't believe she dressed like that you know and it got her all this attention that's when the rumors started happening about her. And after that, she had to constantly live in that kind of environment with paparazzi yeah. and whatnot, because by the time the, inter- or the sometimes video came out, which was her second single ever, they're already talking about how she had a boob job. I'm not saying she did have a boob job. She probably didn't, but they're like, Oh, she's had a breast implant surgery. Look at, look at her. And, and it's like, Holy shit. Like it was starting that, that young that she was yeah. getting that kind of shit. Are you speechless? No, but I see it. <laughs> like it, it's just I did see a lot of that stuff back then. Mm-hmm. So you know, I hope that she at some point goes back into making music. But I can understand if she doesn't too, right? Like lots of she went through a lot of shit. But I think I think that we might see more from her again in the future if she can still sing. Yeah. Because like I said earlier, her voice was so good earlier in her career. But fame does things to young people. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does. A lot of them have a tough time getting through it, but uh, God bless her. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
what, friends? I have a new voicemail number just for you. Give us a call at Dope Nostalgia. Our number is 780-851-8785. Leave us a message. Pick up the phone just like you used to in the old days. Remember before text messaging? Yeah, we used to actually call each other. If you just want to be heard and be on the podcast, give us a call. Once again, our Dope Nostalgia hotline, 780-851-8785. Pick up the phone. Remember, this number is Canadian, so long-distance charges may apply. Throw on your Jinkos, Baby Tees, and Doc Martens, grab your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and join Jackie and Danielle on a journey to the late 90s as we reminisce about the movies of our youth on the No More Late Fees podcast. Don't forget your flannel and butterfly clips. And remember, be kind and rewind. Hey, paper baghead! Oh man, I'm dead meat on a stick. How much money you got, Simpson? A dollar and three cents, Mr. Bully, sir. Keep a change. Thanks, man. Think I'll take that Butterfinger, too. <laughs> Think again, Nelson. <laughs> Get a crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery burst in every bite of Butterfinger. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Number four, rest in peace to this huge legend. This is a heartbreak. This is one of those songs of hers that I really enjoyed. Heartbreak, heartbreak Hotel. Number four. Oh, yeah. I wonder where that's filmed. You'd be here by nine. Miami. She's from New Jersey. But she has a very diverse voice. Oh, yeah. You do this to me. That's Faith Evans. We saw her back at the P. Diddy video. Okay, yeah. I'm writing you this letter, and this is what I have to say. Three boss women, then. Kelly Price, Faith Evans, and Whitney Houston. What an honor to sing with Whitney. You ever heard that song? Yes, I actually have. Yeah. At first, I didn't recognize it, but partway through, I caught on. Oh, yeah. She does have an amazing voice legend but yeah whitney a legend gone way too soon i can't believe like her michael jackson prince david bowie like they're all gone it's just crazy okay moving on to number three this one actually surprises me not because the song was wasn't a hit because it was it was her biggest hit other than her duet with brandy but monica's angel of mine comes in at number three And I didn't think it was that big. You're not saying a lot. (laughs) I don't, I don't know this song. Sorry. Well, you might want to hear it, but um, um, I didn't know it was that big, honestly, to be ahead of Britney Spears on this countdown or, or Christina Aguilera. 
It must have been a really bigger song than I imagined. Maybe because our Canadian charts reflect differently. But this is Monica, Angel of Mine, at number three. Let me know if it rings a bell. This has been covered by someone, hasn't it? I'm sure it has, but I, I'm not aware of any covers of it. By a guy. Oh. I know this song. Let me see if it's... I'll look it up in the wiki. called Jack Ross. Who? Jack Ross. That's the first one that came up. I'm not seeing that anywhere. Okay, maybe it's just a YouTube thing. Like a, a YouTube cover? Not an actual like professional release. This is actually a cover of a song. Monica's version is a cover of the British R&B girl group's version called um, "Same Thing" by the group Eternal. I did not know that. Oh. Monica's not the original person to have done this song. I had no idea. I yeah I. So I've heard this song done by somebody else. Different key. Uh, uh, Eternals is pretty big in the UK. But I didn't know it was theirs first. Oh, they did it in 97. So two years before. But you've heard it before. I I have heard this one. From Jack Ross. No, but I but I think I think it's I don't know. I just <laughs> saw him on there. I wonder if he's like just yeah, because YouTube covers, right? You never know. But I was surprised. I've learned something today. The more you know, eternal, the original. This next one is number two. And I don't think there's any surprise here because this was a massive hit. Oh, it's huge song. Massive hit. People still sing it to this day. People still call guys who are no good losers a scrub. I don't. That's just mean. <laughs> a scrub is a guy that thinks he's flying this. Also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. This song is perfection. They're going to be, well, 
And their costumes were so amazing all the time. Yeah. All of their looks and stuff. I just love it. I would love to do Left Eye's hair in this video for like, for like some kind of like a cosplay of her. That would be cool. Yeah. Oh man, this video is cool. So Chili, that one there in the middle, if you have her on Instagram, she's very, um, very strong Seventh Day Adventist now. So. Her, most of her posts are about Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah, she posts a lot of Christian stuff. And uh, she's also a hardcore vegan. Like, she doesn't eat meat. She doesn't drink. She doesn't. She's very, very clean living. So it's pretty interesting. I, I, I know this is a horrible thing to say, but I don't trust vegans. <laughs> if you can't eat meat, there's something wrong with you. Unless you medically can not a, not all opinions are shared by dope nostalgia and the and myself. No, no, this is my own personal opinion. Okay, I know a lot of cool, cool vegans actually. Anyway, <laughs> not all vegans are just trying to make shove it down your throat. I swear. Yes, there are some vegans who are like that for sure, but not all of them. I am not vegan. I don't think I ever could be unless I was forced to be. I I could be vegan if meat grew out of the ground. It does nowadays. It's called Beyond Meat. Oh. And then they turn it into some kind of crazy magical paste that turns into a burger. I still don't get it. It actually freaks me but, out, but to be the, honest. I feel like that's more unhealthy is, than eating a burger. The thing is with that is if you're vegan and you're solid vegan and you eat fake meat... Mm -hmm. Are you totally vegan? You need to eat meat. You need to have the taste of the meat. <laughs> you know, maybe you should have this conversation with a vegan. Oh, I have. And, yeah. And I almost got into a fight with him. Well, they are doing, this is a fact, they are doing some amazing things nowadays with food production. So I have tasted some vegan food that was but, Maybe but not tasting I'm, exactly like meat. What I'm saying good. is, if you're if you love vegetables so much, why do you need something vegetable-ish that tastes like meat? Not everybody's doing it just because they love the taste of vegetables. Some people love the taste of meat, but still want to be a vegan. I can't believe I'm playing vegan advocate here. Uh, okay, let's not like, get into but, that conversation. But, but I myself, I don't think I could ever do it. No. A life without bacon isn't life. <laughs> We're going to have to get a bunch of vegan meats one time and, and see, like, just for uh, shits and giggles, how it goes. We'll try no, uh, no, because I did that when I did that half month of vegan. People were giving me fake meat, like fake bacon, <laughs> and, and, and I had tofu burgers that were uh -huh. supposed to taste like no it tasted it tasted like i was gonna die it tasted like no tasted like death <laughs> it was the worst three weeks uh, two and a half weeks of my life so when you got February. Off, when you went back into eating meat did you do it slowly or did you immediately oh hell no a I burger? Did. all i did all i did for a three steak. days is eat meat no vegetable 
There was no Did you not feel sick with... doing that? What's that? Did you not feel sick doing that? But it was a good sick. <laughs> you should tell us something, hey, about our eating. Let's go into number one. Number one in the year of 1999. Surprising, but not. Surprising because I didn't think the song did as good as it did. But this is a, a timeless song. It's a huge tune. Timeless song, timeless woman, right? Everybody knows the song, words to this song. Even my nieces and nephews do. And they're, they're a lot younger than me. They're little kids. And they're the oldest is in their 20s. Number one. I get it. Share and believe if you haven't figured it out by now. <laughs> 217 million watches on YouTube. She was only 70 when this was made. Oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. I actually don't know how. I think she was way younger than that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was younger. But Let me check how old she is now. This came out 23 years ago. She is 76 now. So she was in her early 50s when this came out. Like, I probably could do this at karaoke, but I won't unless I get better at singing. <laughs> you should just do it. I've seen you get drunk enough to do lots of things. Come on. You can sing this song. Uh but you're right. It's a classic, right? You don't want to ruin a perfectly good song. I feel that although Cher's had such a huge career and lots of hits, this might have been the biggest hit she had. Because when I think of Cher, I think of this song and I think of Turn Back Time, if I could turn back time. Yeah. Yeah, those are her two biggest, I'd say. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves is pretty cool. Um, just like Jesse James is pretty cool. Yeah, but but this when song, I think of Cher, I think of the movie, and I can't remember when it came out. Um, what movie? It's called Mask. Oh, I remember Mask. I barely remember. I think I've seen it. Is it a good movie? Uh, uh, she, it was. It, it had. It was deep. It was. It was her, and Sam Elliott. Ooh, Sam was, Elliott. And but it was she had a son that had like the elephant man syndrome. Mm -hmm. And she was a biker chick. And like it was a great movie. I think that was probably one. I think she almost won uh, awards for that one. Yeah. Because she did so well. It was when I think of Cher, I think of that movie. And then this song and if you can turn back time i'm a sheriff number fan. one number well i'd like you to tell me when we look back at the last 10 songs here of, of 1999 the top 10 which is your personal favorite again it's why do you do this i have <laughs> to do a tie 
Go for it. Whitney and Cher. Brittany and Cher? No, Whitney. Oh, Whitney, Whitney and Cher. Houston and Cher. The Heartbreak Hotel and Believe are your two top choices for the year. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Brittany, bitch. I'm going with Baby One More Time. Uh, I still love that song. I'm not even sick of it. And I get sick of songs pretty quickly. That's I, I love it. I guess we still can still it. be friends. <laughs> so that's it. We made it through the whole decade, but we're going to do a bonus episode and do the year 2000 for the people. That's doer for the people. So we'll see you next, next episode with the long and the short of it. Hey kids, put down that Tamagotchi and listen for a second. You know, you can follow us on Twitter at Nostalgia Dope, Instagram at Dope underscore Nostalgia. Visit our website at www.dopenostalgia.com or pick up the phone and call us at 780-851-8785. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.